Hello and welcome to the London Playwrights Rap 2024 podcast. I'm Kimberly Andrews, your host for this podcast, and I'm here to summarise all of the ideas and prompts that you've been sent during this third week of RAP. So firstly, I can't believe we're three weeks in already. Um, It's been a full-on three weeks, and it's been fantastic to hear about so many of you who are hanging in there writing your plays. Um, as I've said in previous podcasts, the WhatsApp group this year is absolutely fantastic. There's so much support on there, so much inspiration on there. And if you're not part of that, it's still not too late to join. You can do so by clicking the link on at the bottom of every wrap email and that will get you into the group. And there's been some really interesting conversations going on there. And what's been really interesting from our point of view really is to hear about the different ways lots of you are approaching rap. So although it is a January playwriting challenge and we are aiming for this first draft of a play in just a month, it's not set in stone that that's how you have to approach things. So it doesn't mean that, you know, the prompts have to be worked through in the exact order. If something doesn't resonate with you, you can move on to the next thing. And it's been really interesting to hear how so many of you have been doing that. And also lots of you have been working at your own pace as well and still writing loads, still doing amazing things, still developing those ideas that are going to see you through this year. So if that's you, if you're working at your own pace, um, don't feel it's falling behind or you're not actually doing rap properly or anything like that. I think as long as you're getting some writing done in January, then you're winning and rap is a success for you. And you can always revisit any of the prompts later on in the, in the year or any time that you feel that they might be useful. So there's no such thing as falling behind. If you are at a point where the emails are coming through, obviously daily, thick and fast, and you're feeling like, wow, I've not opened an email in 10 days because I'm still working on the prompts that were sent in week one, then that's not a problem. They're not going to disappear. They're going to stay there. Still hang in there. Don't think, well, I might as well give up because I'm not going to complete my first draft on time. Keep going because even if you've only done that first week, we're only at the third week in January. So that is amazing progress. So wherever you are, keep going don't give up now. You know, we're too late into the process to give up now and you've done really well committing to your writing so far. And as I said, you know, those discussions in the WhatsApp group, seeing how inspired lots of you are and how supportive everybody is. And that's really fantastic. And the same goes for the weekly meetups that have been happening on Wednesdays. They are fantastic as well. Such a supportive group. And I think that you know, the prompts aside, prompts are useful. Sometimes they work for you, sometimes they don't. But that kind of supportive community, that is invaluable. And that idea that you're all in this together, I think that's the really amazing thing that can be taken out of rap. So as always in the podcast, I'm just going to summarise the things that we've done this week, just to give you a chance to reflect on that as we come to the end of week three and just to talk about the ideas really and make sure that you we're all on the same page and that you know what's happening so we kicked off the week as always with our writing Mondays and I hope that you're enjoying that as a way to start off the week with lots of inspiration and then we jumped straight back into more of a structural prompt. So we've had a lot of those. Over week two, we had lots of them. And we have hit the 
midpoint. So Tuesday this week, I think it was the 16th, so that was halfway through January. And we look then at the midpoint of your play. And it might be that you're busy writing You don't need to think about what's happening in the midpoint of your play. You know what's going to happen. You're happily writing and that's fine. But the midpoint can be a really useful prompt if you're feeling a little bit lost or in the middle of your play, you know, you're feeling as though it's becoming a bit of a chore or you're going off in a different direction. Sometimes it's tricky in the middle because you've kind of left the excitement of the beginning you're in the thick of it, really. You've left the excitement of the beginning and you have not reached the dramatic climax of the piece yet. So you're kind of, you know, chipping away and working towards those really big moments. And at that point, you know, you can feel that motivation wanes a bit. You know, again, we're halfway through January, whether it's with your writing motivation dropping or anything you know in life as we reach this point of mid-January and it's freezing cold and it's all a bit you know it's hard work isn't it so I think when we get to that midpoint in the play it can feel like we just need a little prompt something to hang on to something to inspire us and motivate us so thinking about the midpoint can just help you do that and it can give you kind of an anchor and something to work towards so if you're struggling and you feel like you're writing pages and pages but you're not quite sure where you're going what I'd recommend doing is just really pinpointing that midpoint in your script and write that scene if nothing else and then you can work backwards from that and you can flesh it out and you can work you know write the scenes that surround that so the midpoint is is a key a key point in the traditional five act structure and it's essentially the point of no return which is why I said you can't give up on rap because we've also reached the point of no return with rap as well we're over halfway through now so that midpoint is the point of no return because your protagonist learns some key knowledge that strengthens their motivation to achieve the goal that was set up for them in the end of Act 1. So a problem was set up at the end of Act 1. They've been trying to solve that problem. That's what they want to achieve. But actually, they find something out in the midpoint that makes them absolutely have to succeed in their goal. At this point, they can't turn back even if they wanted to. And what this does, just this kind of small focus there, it raises the tension and it raises the stakes because what you don't want to happen is your audience to be watching your play and thinking, well, why don't they just stop doing this? Why don't they just give up on that goal? It seems like it would be a much easier alternative just to go back to their everyday lives and not do any more of this, you know, quit the goal and just turn back. So what the midpoint does is makes that impossible. So it means that they absolutely have to succeed, which of course raises the stakes, it raises the tension because they they can't fail. It's going to have terrible consequences or really dramatic consequences if they do fail. So it's just a kind of very small detail it seems but it's actually pretty big um and this key knowledge it can take lots of different forms and what I'd suggest as well if you're stuck on what this might be you can experiment with this try different options but it's key knowledge so it might be a secret is revealed some new information comes to light could be a new character could be someone from the past could be something to do with an object So have a think. There's lots of different options there. And it might be that I suspect that a lot of the time when we 
put our structure together we kind of do this naturally and there'll probably be a moment in there whether you've actually put it directly in the middle of your play or not I bet there's a moment where things ramp up so have a look at what you've already got and then if you're not sure experiment with the different types of midpoint and if you're feeling really stuck as well and you need a break from your writing then watch something on tv grab some copies of your favorite play you know favorite plays or even novels actually um or TV programs and have a look at midpoints. So skip to the middle of your favourite film and just see what happens there and have a think about the different forms that midpoint takes. But this key knowledge, it can just get you out of a bit of a rut, actually. You know, if you're kind of slogging away writing these pages, just having a think about this key moment that happens can help bring you out of that and spur you on, hopefully, to write even more. And then we kind of moved away. So middle of the week, we moved away from structure and we just had a kind of a check in with dialogue. Now, as you notice in the prompt, we did say that when we look at redrafting. So after wrap in the spring, there will be a redrafting session and some redrafting email with some really useful resources in there sent to you. And we'll look at dialogue in more detail then, because, of course, you know, you're writing a play in a month and it's not going to be possible to really you know polish your dialogue in that time and that's perfectly okay this is your first draft this is where we get it all on the page so we're not going to get too bogged down with making your dialogue absolutely amazing you know putting all the details all the subtext in there everything making it really sharp and interesting you know a lot of it will be probably in your first draft you'll come back and feel it was quite functional because you're just trying to get the story down on the page and so that's fine so I don't want you to worry too much about dialogue at this stage what we do need to do though is think about dialogue in terms of action because that's going to help you to write quickly write as much as you want to this month. So the exercise around dialogue is really thinking about dialogue in terms of action. And as we, at the beginning of wrap, wrote a premise, then a one-page outline, then we broke that down into scenes, we can then break our scenes down into shorter units of change and then from there even break it down again so that every line contains an action and pushes the story forward. So thinking about your dialogue in terms of action can really help you to avoid just writing pages and pages of dialogue that aren't really going anywhere. And and again, it's fine if you enjoy just writing those pages of dialogue and you're not worried about finishing the first draft by the end of January and you're discovering new things by experimenting with dialogue between the characters, then carry on. You know, if you're finding that inspirational and that motivates you that is absolutely fantastic and there's nothing wrong with that at all but if you want to get that momentum going thinking about your dialogue in terms of action can really help so the exercise was to take a page that you've already written and to examine the dialogue there and think about the action that is already within the dialogue but then you what you can do is kind of use that exercise in reverse to help you write something new so what you can do is decide on the character objectives in a scene and then think about the different actions that they will take in order order to achieve their objectives and also provide obstacles for each other as well. So you can think about how the different actions might build towards that moment of change. So if you're struggling 
with writing a particular scene, perhaps you've got a really challenging scene that you need to write, you can try that exercise. And even if just to get you through it, you just write down those verbs at first and then move on to something a bit easier, you've got the framework of the scene then to come back to um, after wraps over or whenever you feel like you can tackle that big scene. And then, I mean, we've done a lot of work up to this point on the building blocks of playwriting. We really have looked at structure, we've looked at character, we've looked at dialogue, all in terms of action and all in terms of writing more. But I think it's good now to, you know, the rest of the week, it was good to take a break from that and actually just think, right, let's get some writing done. And during that time, you you can always as well refer back to the previous exercises. You know, if you're writing and you think, actually, do you know what? I'm not sure about my character go back and revisit those exercises to help you. They're there to help you. They're there hopefully to inspire you. But we embarked from the sort of middle of the week onwards and we're still in it now. If you're listening to this podcast um, as it's released, we're still in the middle of this five day writing challenge. Hopefully you've just got lots of pages written, but the main thing about this was just to commit to writing something every day during the five days, if you can. And in the first email, so day one of the five day writing challenge, we just kind of laid the, the foundations for that, really. So we talked about having a look at your diary and thinking about when you can write. And I think this is really useful because I think that, you know, we see something like five day writing challenge and we think, right, that means I'm supposed to write for hours every single day for five days. And I just can't do that because I've got a job and I've got a life and I've got lots of other things to do. It's not really about that. It's about holding yourself accountable and finding time to write and writing during that time you've committed. So if you've got five really busy days and you can't write loads, can you just carve out 15 minutes? Is there a point in in the day when it is going to be a bit quieter? Can you write for 10 minutes before you go to bed? Could you get up 20 minutes earlier? Um, Have a look and do something that's realistic. Book that in with yourself and then write during those times. So it might be that some of you can clear your diary for five days and write loads. Others not so much, you know, if you're really busy, but that's okay. Just write what you can. And some other tips in there as well, you know, do things that make your life easier, make those writing sessions easier. So every day during this five day writing challenge, there'll be a warm up exercise. And the idea of that is really just so that you can forget about what everything else that's going on in life and just get yourself in the zone to write. So you can use that exercise to warm you up. Um, Don't worry about doing them if you feel like you can, you're the sort of person who can just dive in. And also, you know, if you have other exercises up your sleeve that you know get you into that writing mood, go do do those. But the idea is, is that you make your life a bit easier by getting yourself in the mood for writing, warming yourself up so that you can write as much as possible in the time you have. And, you know, some other tips in there as well. Make sure that your workspace is easy to access and set up so that you can just dive right into a writing session. And that doesn't mean that you need a fancy office or anything special. I mean, it can just mean that you have your laptop in an easily accessible place and a comfy chair and a quiet space to work in. You know, it doesn't have to be anything fancy, but make sure that you're not having to do loads of admin or tidying up before you jump into those writing sessions that you've promised yourself that you do. Try and make it all as easy as possible for yourself. 
So hopefully you found that useful and that you're enjoying the the writing challenge and getting into the writing of it. I know that some of you, the planning side of it doesn't resonate with you as much. So maybe writing lots of pages helps. And for those of you who do like those kind of structural prompts, you can revisit anything that we've done so far. On Monday, it's the writing day again to round off this five day push of your scripts. And then we're going to be heading into the kind of, well, I guess the final, you know, final, what is it? 10 days, five, nine days of wrap, which is crazy. That's gone so quick. Maybe has for me. I'm not sure. Hopefully it has for you guys as well. Um, so we will be ramping it up from next week so you've had this writing push and we'll be ramping it up because the tension in your script is ramping up so we'll we'll be looking at what happens in the climax of your piece we'll be thinking about the end of your piece and we'll be trying to ramp it up in terms of the amount of writing you do as well to help you get that first draft done by the end of January and we'll also make sure that we take some time to have a think about what you can do next with your play as well so hope you found that summary useful I hope you felt inspired to write this week and I just want to say to everybody hang in there you've done so well we're already three weeks in and you can do this so keep going good luck everybody and I'll be back next week thanks